0: The send them home it's Time to go home, they so Why don't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too big for your home?
1: Hello and welcome back to the Off the Tips podcast. What a week. PGA tour season's over. Victor hovland's $18 million richer. And off the tips has a little bit of normality restored with uh, Monty jumping on the pod and AC's absence. Monty, welcome back to the podcast. First pod back in New Zealand for a while. How are you?
0: Hey, mate. Good. Good to be back. It's been a been a four or five week hiatus, unfortunately. Back in the country after a, a good stint uh, committing all sorts of uh, crimes offshore, but a bit of more normality back in. Back in my life, it's it's good to be back on. Good to be back in in the homeland.
1: Yeah, have you have you laid low since you touched back down on New Zealand waters or New Zealand ground? I should say. Yeah, it's
0: been uh, it's been very very vanilla, very very disciplined over the last few weeks. Haven't haven't got out too much. A little bit of golf. Tried to put the sticks away. Actually, i a been over it. To be honest, after after the stint offshore.
1: Oh yeah, that's. Fair enough, that happens. Uh so have you played a couple of rounds since being back and just just felt felt nothing?
0: Yeah, just can't hit the middle of the face. Can't hold can't roll the rock. Uh just not happening for me. I, I think I think I'm best to to hang them up and come back in a in a few weeks and and try my luck again.
1: Yeah. Not not a bad shout. Uh, we just we just knocking around the home track to the ring. It's probably a tough place to not find the middle of the club face.
0: Yeah, we I also went down to Kenlock and Waikiki for a weekend, um, which wasn't all bad. Um, but it upheld my track record of not not breaking ninety around Kenlock. So uh, that that place is I've got serious head nose around that place. I was I was square on the nose with ninety, which I've been a couple of times before. Just can't quite get it done.
1: Do you play right off the big boy tips, did you?
0: Yeah, it was a fucking cold day as well. It was one of those taupo mornings where uh, you're thin one oh. on the range and you're, you're toast for the rest of the day. So I um, I proceeded to uh, fat my driver about 20 metres off, off the first tee into the into the ditch, which was just yeah unfortunate, unfortunate stuff. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's good, mate. We just have, have a bit of a breather and, and reassess. But Victor Hovland, eh? To a championship winner? Just back-to-back weeks. And, jeez, he's just been clinical this season. Ever since we... or AC gets, gets a bit upset when I say we. When, when, I, when I called him out about just being a twilight golfer, do you think he maybe listened to the pod and was just like, fuck this guy, I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna show her my play in daylight hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, mate. I reckon you can. We can credit all the success to to your take. I mm. I, I appreciate your humility and for for fronting that last week and and apologising on, on behalf of, um, you know, our, our supporters because uh, he's well and truly proved us all wrong. He's he's such a roost as well. Um, He's very, very easy to get around, I think. Uh, pretty, um, yeah, pretty quirky and pretty humble, and uh, so young as well. I think it's easy to forget as well when you when we start throwing out the twilight golf recalls he's only 25 now, he's, he's our age and just doing it.
1: Yeah, he is doing it, and so we'll just break let's just break down. The year that has been for Victor Monty, what do you have on on the Norwegian superstar?
0: Yeah, it's um, it's been a hell of a run. So he hasn't missed a cut in nearly fourteen months. His last one was the Scottish Open last year. Uh, if you count the Hero last year, he's won four times, um, and you know I think he's been a accused in the past of not showing up in majors, but his last five major starts have been T4, T7, T2, 19th, and tied 13th. And I think it's also um, important to remember that, you know, that second was at the PGA and he didn't fold at all that day. You know, Brooks, Brooks sort of went out and won that tournament and it wasn't until a double on 16 where he was a bit rudely done over as as well in terms of his luck, where he sort of uh, faltered. He's you know only finished outside the top twenty five five times in twenty three starts. It's been you know incredibly impressive. And even yeah, you know, the thing that I like about him, he's uh, you know he he up until this year he hadn't won a lot, but he's he's never really faltered either. So he's not one of these guys that you sit there and say, um, you know, he's, he's showing fragility down the stretch, etc. He's he's been he's always been good under the under the gun, and yeah, you look at his progression. And I think where like you touched on where the criticism came from is this is a guy who's in an elite amateur career. Um, he's been a top five to top fifteen sort of data golf ranking player for the last three years and so yeah i can understand where the frustration had built up from um but you know he's just sort of you know steady steady progression in in terms of his his around the green numbers and, and putting numbers if if you run through the last his 5 years on tour his his approach games always stood out and that hasn't necessarily improved through time and nor has his driving accuracy or distance but it's just been you know, a steady progression in, in putting and, and around the green. And in particular, the weeks that he's won, he hasn't really stood out around the green. It's just he's he's rolled the rock a bit better. and He's starting to hold some, some decent length putts outside sort of 10, 15 foot.
1: Yeah, just on that short game stuff, it was kind of, it was when it was bad, it was really bad around the greens for Victor kind of in previous seasons. Whereas when it's bad, it's, kind of not noticeable if you if you get what i mean it's like it's a it's kind of a plateau he's he kind of he's not he's not completely butchering those chips like he was maybe two or three seasons ago and it's just it's just been like you said a solid progression and that's what's been the kind of most impressive part of of his dominance and
0: i think that's i think that's sort of the exciting point as well though like his ball striking hasn't really wavered, as I mentioned, and his, his sort of chipping and around the green and putting for that matter has improved, but it's still by no means uh, elite on a comparable status or basis relative to his peers. So, uh, you, you know, it's very exciting as fans in the goal field for a 25 year old who hits it as well. And we can say this for Scotty and others, but uh, you know, he seems very hungry. You read, you watch the interviews. You sort of read. Um, you read quite a bit about Vic, and he's he's very haggard, very meticulous. It, it comes across as um, so yeah, exciting times.
1: And just this week, just winning by five, like, geez, like that was a that was a proper showdown today. Like, yeah, I know he I know he won by a lot, but like it was. Just like birdie after birdie. It was I only caught the kind of back nine when I was still like watching it for work, but it was geez, it was impressive. Just two blokes, him and Xander think, just perennial flushes and just hitting it tight, rolling the rock. Good it was good to watch.
0: I think they were a best ball fifty nine today, if you put it together, which um is pretty fucked. It was and that I mean, again, for Victor like it was never tight, but Victor Xander did, uh, did close it to three um, at one point, and sort of to my point around Vic under the gun, he just sort of, ah, okay, fuck it, let's just make three birdies in a row and, and close this thing out type attitude. Um, yeah, bo- bogey-free 63 or 4, I can't remember now, but uh, yeah, it's it's... I think it was 63. Elite, a elite a golf. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to fault really. It was, it was good viewing. I I was just glancing at the TV every every shot and it just wasn't missing really.
1: Yeah, and it just leads me to what, what do you think is kind of next for Victor? Obviously, he's going to play a huge role at the Ryder Cup and if Europe had a win, then no doubt he's going to play a big part but kind of if you got your crystal ball out and were to have a look what do you think the next kind of two years looks like for Victor more of the same he could probably put that world number one ranking firmly in his sights
0: yeah yeah I think um, I think it's very easy when someone goes on a run like this just to extrapolate and say oh you know we're expecting multiple wins out uh, major wins or something out of Victor in the next uh, year or two, which could be done, but you know you've seen it time and time again in the last few years. Ram Scotty, it's just like disgustingly competitive world golf at the moment. So, you know, I think if he can win a major in the next two years, yeah, that's 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 a pass mark. I think if he didn't, would be disappointed. But I wouldn't be sitting here. You know shouting from the roof, saying that Victor needs to win two or three majors because yeah if he can yeah, yeah I think if he wins a major um sort of becomes a leader on on the European side, that's probably good going, and I might be underselling him here, but uh you know it's it's not easy um, and there's still holes in the game that that need uh, shoring up, but the thing that is good about Victor. He's sort of showing glimpses in all four majors as well um, through his career. So as a European, the natural inclination or criticism may be that in a certain style of golf course that they may not shape up. But I think that's you know progressively being debunked. That myth as these guys just come through the the college circuit and you know he's he hasn't isolated his game doesn't isolate himself away from. Any tournament, which which is good. So yeah, wins a major, we're, we're happy days, and he could easily do it two or three.
1: Yeah, he easily could. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm not sure. I think because he's so young, I don't think it is going to be panic stations if he doesn't win a major in the next kind of twelve to twenty four months. I think as long as he's just if he stays on this trajectory, it's going to be. Hard to say that he's not going to be in contention more often than he's not, but yeah, I think I th- think a major. I think he can scare that world number one ranking and and dominate at a Ryder Cup. I think, meh, geez, I'd love to be paired with him in foursomes. It's yeah, he just absolutely flushes it. How, but, how
0: do you reckon he'd go tonight on a night out?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, into was like screamo music and stuff like that so um interesting like to say the least like so maybe he's getting it all black and he's heading down to like a little underground dungeon and you know and banging his head to some to some pretty terrifying beats but look i, I think he'd go good i think he'd be up for a yarn but yeah i i don't think he'd he'd be com- committing too much Debauchery, if if that's what you're you're getting at, it's not gonna be carry on central.
0: Yeah, he's, what about? Uh, no, I think I think it'd be a lot of fun. Eh? He's a he's a quirky guy, says some weird, funny shit. Uh, I wonder if a part of me thinks that uh, that would manifest itself into being a little bit punishing uh, on the gas, just a little bit too chirpy and and talky as as some do and. I might be accused of it myself, um, <laughs> but that um, yeah. No, I think I don't know if it'd be best on ground, but uh, plenty of worse guys on on tour.
1: Yeah, like we're obviously speculating here, but how do you? What do you think his um beverage of choice after winning would be?
0: Oh, I reckon it'd be some shitty Scandinavian beer that I'm not aware of. These, <laughs> I think, I think these these Euro guys seem to be pretty hardy pretty patriarchal towards their local beers, and in my experience, they're all pretty garbage. So, um,
1: yeah, I'm I'm in the same camp. I think they're pretty average over in, in Europe. And look, I I hope uh, some listeners take offence to that and get in our DMs and then maybe point us in the right direction for next time we're over there. But. From what I've experienced, too, pretty poor. I think he'd, I think he'd roll a dark, a dark liquor. It'd be zambucha, not that dark. Like maybe a bourbon or a, or a rum. I think, yeah. I think, he, I think he strikes me as that kind of guy. Maybe an old fashioned sort of guy.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, that's fair. Wouldn't, wouldn't but, be yeah. surprised. Get him out of the, the black zambucha. Shout out! Shout out to Peter.
1: Yeah, well, everyone likes Black Sand Booker uh, post eleven thirty. It's, I think that's a law. But hey, <laughs> I digress. Uh, the Tour Championship come under a bit of scrutiny over the last kind of, well, uh, however long it's been. It's been this format for a couple of years now, and even before that, it's not a tournament everyone really gets up up for watching, but. Just, what do you think we do, if anything, to the Tour Championship to make it more exciting? Because it just, it lacks a bit of oomph, or juice, for lack of a better term.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've sort of pondered this over the last few days, and I sympathise with with the Tour, because I actually, uh, at face value, I quite like the staggered start, and I think... Those who have performed uh, should be should be rewarded uh, sufficiently, but I wonder if if uh, to bring the excitement back, if if there should be some sort of monetary bonus cut off pre the commencement of this event, and then uh, to reflect that you know for in this case Scotty Scheffler. Um, you know, takes home a little bit more than he did this week. And then you sort of start afresh again. I, I'm not a fan of the match play idea. I just think for a season-ender uh, from a you know, commercial point of view and and, and the like wouldn't, wouldn't stack up. Uh, and I also don't think uh, in an odd way, two shots for example or three shots can be whittled away so quickly so hence my comment around I think the guys going into it should maybe be sufficiently rewarded and then you start with a clean slate because I don't know Cal you made the comment earlier in the week that like last week that it could only be one of these few guys and it ended up being true because Victor won Um, but equally these guys are just so fucking good that it can be whittled away Uh, with a click of your fingers and therefore someone like morikawa wins who's done you know next to nothing all year um i'm really torn actually to be honest i i don't i actually don't hate it people criticize it a lot i actually don't hate it as it is right now maybe relative to others
1: Mm. Yeah, I I don't hate the format either. The staggered start. I think you're on the right kind of track with that. I just think that, I just think the venue sucks. And like, I've, so many people said that. And I know it's probably the best place to logistically hold it, and everyone, and oh, and sponsors, and that sort of thing. But I'm just going on, genuinely watching a golf tournament. It needs to be somewhere else. It just. Oh, just East Lake does nothing for me and I I get sad watching golf there. It's no, so I agree.
0: I th- I think it should be a tournament that's uh yeah, I mean I can't think of any suggestions off the top of my head, but uh it's pretty dull. Mm. Dull golf course. And and uh I think the format unfairly is sort of to my comment before, it unfairly is sort of talked about in in conjunction with, sort of the tournament because the course is so poor, so I think you know there's every chance the format could work could work, with with a course that just sets up, for a bit more excitement. And everyone yeah. goes, oh, fuck, you know the format, the format, the format. Well, hang on, why don't we we, we change the other the other side of the coin, in essence?
1: Yeah, why don't we have a tour championship rota and. Just why does it have to be played at the same place every year? Yeah. We can put we can put some of these great courses on that maybe only get to see US Open if, once every I don't know ten twelve years. Like what I reckon, we... I, reckon
0: they, I reckon the players should vote or something like that. That'd be pretty sick. It's their season-ending event. They yeah maybe like the top thirty from the prior year can like you know, the the tour selects a three to five courses and the players there's another way of giving them their say can because then you know they'll 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 probably consider a bit of the logistics and shit as well. They're pretty well considered human beings.
1: That's great. Or or you have <laughs> the the guy who wins gets to choose where it's played the next year.
0: Yeah, that's sick. Uh, why don't we do that? Let's
1: so Victor, it's, it's, like, so we're heading to Norway. Just
0: right into the tour. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think right. so. I think there's plenty of ways around it. And yeah, I just think taking it away from Eastlake is probably the best way to make it a bit more exciting. I don't hate the format either. I pondered match play and I thought we maybe should do it. But then, to be fair, Michael Kim and AC talked talk me out of it. I'm... I'm in the camp that that probably won't work as as fun as it would be for a spectacle. I, um, yeah, I I agree that it's just logistically wouldn't work if if matches. For those that
0: weren't aware, can you just expand on why the match play doesn't quite check
1: out? Well, the match play doesn't quite check out because, look, this is just off the top of my head. Michael Kim on Twitter, obviously tour pro, made some, exceptional points and as i pad i'll look those up he he virtually said stuff like well lots of people here we go lots of people complaining about the tour championship format but not seeing many solutions match play is a terrible idea this staggered format at least makes it simple to understand what format should the tour try if i hear a good one i will personally call the tour so And then he went on to say, lots of match play suggestions. If match play was so great, then the regular season match play tournament would never have gone away. It's bad for on-site viewing experience. Everyone following one group can't see anything. All the hospitality to see one or two groups go by. Lots of downtime on TV. Potential to have two lower-ranked guys if one guy gets to a big early lead. It's boring. The match can end in two and a half hours, and a this was the key point that I took out of it. So, a match ends on hole fourteen. What are the people going to do who paid for the hospitality on seventeen going to be doing? So, yeah, it just makes when you spell it out, it's it's probably easier to take on board. Whereas, like, it's everyone can be pretty gun ho and be like, oh, we need more match play. We need more match play. And I don't know. Like imagine if this week was match play, and then you're heading into a Solheim Cup and a Ryder Cup. Like you, it's a lot of match play, and then. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I I agree that they it needs tweaking. It's just no one's come up with a genuinely good idea. Have I reckon
0: have we're onto something. It's, yeah, let's I I workshop this offline.
1: Apart from us, we we have come up with good ideas, I think. Or just get get Jay Monahan to just pull one out of a hat at the end of the year. <laughs> Can't be worse than East like There's stuff.
0: only upside. There's only upside. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh. Have you got have you got anything else you want to cover about the the season of, as a whole or the tour championship? Or oh, actually before that, what did you what did you think of the season as a whole? The new designated events? Did you did they pass the Monty test?
0: Yeah, no, I'm a fan, actually. I um I'm I'm very bullish the PJ tour now versus twelve months ago. I was I was, not skeptical but just nervous on the impacts of live, but uh you know, I, I love the concept of the the elevated events. Um think I think the downtime in between those and the majors gives gives guys that who are still on the fringes to be able to come through and and shine through and I think we've sort of seen that this year, that you know, the lesser known guys have been able to leg up. you know, you know there's been a, a real quality or showcase of depth this year with guys like Adam Schenk, Danny McCarthy, Eric Cole, uh the resurgence of, of Harmon and Glover, etc. And, yeah, that's not down to the new structure, but I think I, I quite like the the cyclicality of the tour these days whereby, as a fan, we can G ourselves up for the big ones and then can afford to check out in in the bad ones. Um, gives a bit more purpose from a viewing point of view. Um, and I'm, I'm more than happy checking out in the shit events. Like, there's a lot to keep up with. And uh, it's I like I like having the the exaggerated peaks and troughs now actually.
1: Fair enough. And just do you think the majors are too close together though? That's that'd be my knock on the se- season and previous seasons. Just think they're quite congested. Like you, you get to this point of the year, and well, this time. It's a Ryder cup, yeah, but you don't have anything to kinda of look forward to until to Augusta. It's a as a fan, purely, it's Yeah it's quite hard to cop.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I mean the, the start and the end can't move really. I don't think like British Open has to be done in summer. Um yeah, maybe you could you could push, yeah. I mean, that's pretty locked. And equally, the masters tradition in April is is fairly set in stone. Um, I agree with you in principle, but I I struggle with the 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 solution. Um, you know, I think you could maybe sort of elongate the season a bit more, and. You know, look to put the PGA back on the other side or something. It's, it's probably the only way to to get around it, because I don't know the season's long, but these guys still, if they so choose, can still basically check out from the Ender Rider Cup till Hawaii in January if they really wanted to.
1: Like, yeah, the the big guys well there's a couple of good events coming up in Europe I suppose as well Irish Open and of the likes and then you've got the the race to dubai so I suppose there's there's still a little bit to look forward to as a golf fan but it, it's more yeah. the the casual fan that like will just watch that major period and then kind of check out for the rest of the year but that's fine too it, it it's great when it's happening like it's
0: yeah, the it's only casual.
1: shit thing is like
0: if someone gets really hot they can sort of take a couple off just like that and I mean fair play but equally you know could distort the numbers somewhat you know imagine if someone like Wyndham Clark won the British and you know which uh, he 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 surprised me as we've discussed but someone like that with a multiple major win season like that's probably going to happen at some point in the next 10 or 20 years Something. disgusting like that which is <laughs> unfortunate
1: we'll we'll move on to our playoff holes <laughs> so for for those of you that are just wondering why these guys are laughing Monty Monty said something real out of order and we've had to cut it out of the, cut it out of the podcast um but but <laughs> have you got a tang off for me yeah, I I've
0: got one thing off and you don't see it that often but you see it enough that grinds the gears and this is boomers sort of taking photos, getting selfies, getting shit signed in front of kids. Um you know, I witnessed this on the weekend uh just this boomer sort of barging in front of a few few interested Children uh, trying to get a selfie, you know, asserting their dominance on the situation. Uh, it's just, wow. it's just real tin in the bin.
1: <laughs> Who uh, were they trying to get a selfie with?
0: It was um, uh, like Mark Richardson, Kevin I Melami, there's a few, and a couple other rugby guys.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Thing and, uh, what position did Mark Richardson play on the rugby field? <laughs>
0: yeah good question um he was he was him seeing the event um fucking funny guy um but yeah i just got no time for that carry on i think you just see it a bit too often in society
1: fair enough mate i i couldn't agree more you see all those you know like at those baseball events and like the baseball games in america like them stealing those home run balls off kids and stuff like how can you how can you go home and look yourself in the mirror <laughs> yeah it's it's
0: disgraceful
1: uh, um, i don't i don't have a teeing off this week mate i i tried to think of one um but no nah, just just don't have one but in your, what, in
0: your in your exhibition around the bars on saturday you didn't see anything that raised an eyebrow nah
1: no nah, i i didn't um but no, I didn't see anything really around the bars. Golf course on Sunday. Uh, uh, no, no, nothing. Nothing really. Um, clean cut. Just clean cut for, for my weekend. Uh, but what I do have is AC's left a couple of takes for us to cover at the end of the end of the podcast. Coming out of kind of the same class and in the college ranks, who ends up with more majors, Victor or Colin Marikawa? Um, I'm
0: gonna say Colin. I. Uh, it's a really good question though. the 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 head start is massive. Um, and you'd sort of sit here and say, even despite what Collins delivered in the last wee while, there's every chance he just could pick one more. And in which case, you're asking Victor to get to four, um, which is not impossible. But, um, yeah, I'll go with my but hell of a question. Mm. I think Victor's been a player. Um but yeah, those two majors are it's not easy picking them off.
1: Those two majors Colin won are up for debate whether they were majors, but
0: Yeah, if we want to call them half majors, then I'll go for Victor.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not too sure. I I think um Yeah. I think I think Victor will pluck one off. And like winning one major nowadays is a fantastic career. Like yeah. Like with the depth, like it's it's not the '90s anymore. Like it's, there are so many world class players out there that have got complete games. It's yeah, but yeah, I can see him winning one, maybe two. Uh, I I can't really see Colin winning anymore. So I reckon they'll be pretty tight, probably probably tied. Maybe I think two apiece could be pretty fair.
0: Yeah, I mean. Colin showing nothing, but... Oh, he had you know, a solid a season. Yeah, 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 and he's got a lot of time under his belt. And, they uh, both do, he though. He had yeah. one, too. It's,
1: yeah.
0: I'm just sort of saying, there's every chance he wins another.
1: Yeah, uh, there, there is. He does absolutely follow last shit, so... Just another one from AC here. There were some chats with players going around the tour socials where they were asked to give themselves a grade, and Spieth gave himself a B. Does this confirm that he's just a run-of-the-mill guy now, just another guy out there? He's he's not the he's not the guy of twenty fifteen. He's not he's not he's not a big dog on tour anymore.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's. I think performance wise, undoubtedly, I think. Um, well he's only won twice since july 2017 hasn't won since may last year um you know he's hovered around 20 25 data golf numbers for a long a long time um, so yeah he's just another guy i guess in terms of delivery but i don't think he'll ever be just another guy in in practice because Still got that aura about him, and despite the numbers he's put up, he's still he'll still flash. And he's such an exciting guy to watch. Like, I didn't really expect it, but at the British Open, I was sort of actively trying to get out in front of him and and watch him. And I'm not a speed dick rider by any means, but um, yeah, I just got pretty fizz when he was starting to feature a little bit. And he's 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 a hell of a human, um. So yeah, I think I think he's, he's just another guy, but um, you know, he'll always have that 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 little something about him.
1: That spark, yeah i I tend to agree. Yeah, you when you peel off three majors, you're gonna struggle to be just another guy around the round the traps. I, I'd say so. I don't I don't think he is. I think if AC's meaning this in the terms of pure numbers, he is. But no, he's he will never just be another guy out there, I'd say.
0: Yeah, there's been some rumours <laughs> floating around that that after a three-month hiatus, you dusted the sticks back off and yeah, there's been allegations of a 77 or oh, yesterday out in out Bankstown. A uh, three-month hiatus doesn't normally uh, culminate in, in good storing. What, what, what aren't you telling us is there were some rogue mulligans. I know you were dusty. Was there some uh, raised cups? Well, what's what's going on here?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Um, that was that was legit. I I I played some pretty good golf. It was um, I will say it was it was playing fairly easy the golf course and and what I also will say is I I I think I've revolutionised my game by putting this. <laughs> This this driving line in my bag. I just, I, I, you, the course was short, so you barely need a driver. I, I hit a lot of drivers, but I started showing signs of the lefts again and I kind of put it away. What's,
0: what's the driving line? What's, what's making it so good for you?
1: Oh, I just can get it, I just get it in play. And it's like a, it was a short golf course. So I just, anyone who's played with me knows, I can I can hit driver off the absolute map, and it's it, it's often my downfall. So, no, I literally I hit it, drivers when I needed to, and then hit this three iron and and scored pretty well. I also did melt coming in. I made I made three bogeys coming um coming home in a row. So that's and like pretty pretty easy holes. And one of them was. Were like there any?
0: Were there good, any yonder left balls?
1: Mm, no, I hit one into a hazard left. That was pretty left, but it wasn't like it wasn't like Jack's point left. It was. That <laughs> was pretty left. Um, they were just. I could just feel like because I heard I was hitting a bit of a cut that started around and then i just yeah i started to yank it a little bit so the the driver just slowly found its way back into the bag before it got before it got too excited and st- and i just blew one literally off the planet but no it was it was it was really good to to get back out there to be honest i wouldn't...
0: it's fucking nuffy chat but um the the technology and those drivers are is so like the forgiveness is insane eh? like if anyone's yeah. got demons in the past they' having a driving eye in the bag, like eradicate those asap and definitely go have a look because eh? it's uh it's done wonders for me
1: well mate, you got anything else to to add to the this week's pod, or can we we knock it in the head? We've gone for nearly thirty minutes it's uh it's been a big one for those of you out there' we'll, we didn't do any rider cup chat this week, but we're gonna do a a full podcast in the in the lead up so Hold your horses for that, but Monty, any parting words or anything to bring?
0: No, no parting words. Uh, a pleasure to be to be back on and attempt attempting to offer some insight. Hopefully, I'm a bit more of a a rig as as we round out 2023.
1: Yeah, mate. Hopefully, hopefully. yeah uh, and to all the listeners just missing AC's dulcet tones on this podcast. Um. He, he thinks he's back next week or the week after he's just he's bussing his way around Turkey just just getting some culture about him so hopefully we we've got him back on board and we can be back to a trio and and lighting it up because I've geez I've been I've been battling to get some co-hosts at times if, if you yeah, if you hadn't be able to tell a few of these blokes have just come on pretty late notice but Monty I appreciate yeah,
0: I, I you I sincerely I sincerely apologize to the lack of
1: attendance over the last few weeks it's alright mate cheers for tuning in guys and, and we'll be back next week to discuss some more golf and who knows who'll be joining me but hopefully it's Monty and, and AC's not too far away we'll catch you next week not you just go home that's your home are you too for your home